0: Raider Nation, wake up and get ready, because it's time for the Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is September 11th, 2020, the date that in 2016, Sebastian Janikowski officially became the longest-tenured Raider following his appearance in the team's Week 1 win over the New Orleans Saints. Huge shout out to the Legend Seabass. Anyway, the Las Vegas Raiders are about to fly to Carolina ahead of their week one tilt against Matt Rule and the Panthers. So, with kickoff now finally on the horizon, let's take one final look at what has been going on in Henderson, Nevada before game time officially arrives. Lego! The game plan has been installed, the plays have been discussed, and we're now just a few hours away from the Silver and Black hopping on a plane and officially heading out on their first business trip of the season. There's no question that everything about this weekend and 2020 in general will be different than in years past, and for better or for worse, whichever team is able to handle and thrive in the current conditions laid out, that is the team that's going to be the one smiling at the end of the season. So. After all the emotional highs and lows of the past six or so months, and with a real, meaningful game within striking distance, how does head coach John Gruden feel now compared to this moment a year ago?
1: That's a great question. That's probably the question of the day. How do I feel? Uh, I've never seen Carolina on tape, so I'm a little, you know, I got negative feelings about that. I wish I could see something. but I feel confident our coaches have done a great job, our players have done a great job, and our, our medical staff and the NFL has done an excellent job to give these guys a chance to play. And I credit everybody for showing the discipline, day to day to get tested, to wake up at 6 a.m. every day and have meetings and practice at 7. I'm proud of our guys, we'll be ready to go.
0: In terms of guys that are going to have to be ready to go Sunday afternoon in Carolina, there might not be two rookies on this team who will be asked to do more than Henry Ruggs III and Brian Edwards. The Raiders put out their first depth chart of the season earlier in the week, and to the surprise of very few, Ruggs and Edwards were listed as the starting wide receivers headed into Carolina. Now, it's important to note that there's certainly a ceremonial aspect to the depth chart, but all the same, what the 2Deep does confirm for us is the fact that the pair of talented rookies are going to get a lot of run this Sunday against the Panthers. Making the transition from college to the NFL isn't easy under normal circumstances, which as we know, these certainly are not. But that journey is indeed helped immensely when you have the support and guidance of the organization's franchise quarterback, Derek Carr. Something that both Ruggs and Edwards spoke about yesterday. I mean, Derek's helped tremendously since You know since the draft since we got started you know from the zoom calls and everything he's always been a help someone i can call and not only me but you know anybody that has questions so you know that that that's been big to me you know that make us you know helped us develop and move on move into the offense faster
1: um you know dc's been an extreme extreme you know like help for me and henry you know being young guys you know obviously having a veteran in there it it helps tremendously And, you know, I'm gonna take advantage of my opportunities. You know, that's why I'm here. That's why they brought me here. So I'm just gonna go out there and play to the best of my ability.
0: We love shiny new toys. It's just human nature. And because of that, we have talked a lot about Henry Ruggs III and Brian Edwards. And look, I'll admit it. I've been guilty of that as well. With the dynamic pair filling such a glaring need on the roster from a year ago, it's hard not to get excited about the possibility of what they could be in 2020 and beyond, but two players don't make a complete wide receiving core. And while Hunter Renfro and Zay Jones have all enjoyed their moment in the media spotlight this offseason, Rico Gafford hasn't quite had his. With just two career receptions to his name, Gafford undoubtedly still has no shortage of things to prove in the NFL. But if you ask Derek Carr, number 10 is up to the challenge.
1: Yeah, Rico has been also, awesome, man. You know, uh, just coming from cornerback to receiver, that's hard enough transition, just the the technique of routes and getting out of break in and out of breaks. Um, and what's awesome about it is he looks like a receiver who never played corner. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, just the way that he's been able to work on his game, it was a great job by our coaching staff just teaching him, you know, how to make that switch. I've seen a lot of guys try it, especially in college, you know, trying to find a position with athletes, and they just can't do it. And it's been easy for Rico. And there's been some growing pains here and there, but uh, he's someone that we can we can trust. We have trusted. You've seen him on the field, uh, you know, especially late late in the season last year where he got a chance. Um, you know, obviously he caught a wide open touchdown but more than that when he got in the game in Denver and the routes he was running and things like that you could see the growth you know you could see those things where you know you, the details on certain coverages the way he'd run the route it, it's been really impressive and you don't get to hear about him because of the new guys but you know we're going definitely, to definitely rely on him
0: We've talked a lot about the wide receivers this morning, and for good reason. But regardless of who's out wide or what the defense is presenting, Coach Gruden is going to stick to his principles in Week One and feature a variety of personnel groupings this Sunday. All of which, according to offensive coordinator Greg Olson, will be in line with his belief of how to most effectively run an offense.
1: Again, I think a big part of it is being able to run the football and. Uh... You know, that's always been a staple of John's in terms of his uh, offensive philosophy, but it's, you know, he's also a big believer in multiple personnel groupings and uh, and that has also proven to be a very successful recipe in the NFL. So, uh, you know, we've got multiple personnel groupings. We feel like we can we can throw a lot out of defense, uh, a lot of things that they, they need to prepare for that they won't have a chance to prepare for based on the number of personnel groupings that we can use. So. Uh, That's just a philosophical uh, for us, uh, and uh, that's something that uh, John's had success in the past, and uh, again, we'll continue to have success in the future as we see it.
0: The silver and black fly to Carolina later this afternoon and kickoff against the Panthers is scheduled for 10 a.m. Pacific time Sunday morning. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.